Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, April 15th, 2021. This is President Biden's big week in foreign policy. We'll discuss that. Plus, Democrats push some of their most progressive priorities on Capitol Hill. And finally, reading the tea leaves on some fundraising announcements in Congress. So this is President Biden's big week in foreign policy. Now, just a day after he announced the deadline for the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan, putting a close to that 20-year-old war, he is taking Russia head on. In a series of actions against that country, President Biden intends to make a point. Russia will not go scot-free as it did during the Trump administration. Here's what National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told CNN this morning about the administration's actions. What President Biden is going to announce today, we believe are proportionate measures to defend American interests in response to harmful Russian actions, including cyber intrusions and election interference. Now, there were a lot of actions against Russia here, but here are a few that really stand out. Ten Russian diplomats will be expelled from the U.S. According to the White House, these diplomats were, quote, acting with a manner inconsistent with their status in the U.S., The U.S. also blamed Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service for the SolarWinds hacking campaign that compromised nine federal agencies as well as other private companies. But the Biden administration also disclosed new details about the extent to which Russia interfered in the 2016 and 2020 elections. They revealed that in 2016, a Russian agent received internal polling data from the Trump campaign and passed it along to Russia's intelligence services. As a result, the Biden administration announced economic sanctions against six Russian tech companies that it said have supported Russian intelligence. But despite all of this, a senior official has said that President Biden is seeking a, quote, stable and predictable relationship with Russia. Now, here's what else matters. Three pieces of the House Democrats' legislative agenda are raising eyebrows on Capitol Hill. The first piece of legislation introduced today would add four seats to the Supreme Court. This would expand the court from its current nine justices to 13. Of course, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who has long prized conservative judicial influence more than anything else, was less than pleased, to say the least. Today, Democrats in the Senate and the House have announced they will once again threaten judicial independence from the steps of the court. They're introducing a bill to add four new seats to the Supreme Court so that Democrats can pack the court, destroy its legitimacy, and guarantee the rulings that liberals want. Other Republican senators like Lindsey Graham and Chuck Grassley even quoted late liberal justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's words that nine is the right number for the court. Now, interestingly enough, Speaker Pelosi also doesn't support this bill. At her weekly presser today, she said that while she supports the president's commission to study the expansion of the court, she had no intentions of bringing this bill to the floor. The other bill introduced was brought forward by the House Judiciary and aims to examine reparations. If passed by Congress, the bill would create a commission to examine reparations for Black Americans who are the descendants of slaves. Of course, it's worth noting that this has very little chance of actually becoming law. It faces opposition from some Democrats and most Republicans. And beyond that, it is also further unlikely to pass the 60 needed votes in the Senate. The final bill under discussion aims to grant Washington, D.C. statehood. 
Now, this has been a Democratic priority for some time, but like the other two bills we just covered, this one also faces an uphill battle. Republicans would almost certainly not vote to add a state that would likely be represented by Democrats. And finally, today is the last day for fundraising reports that tell us how much money members of Congress were able to raise in the first quarter of this year. Here's what we know so far. Republican Conference Chair Liz Cheney raised a record $1.54 million in the first quarter of this year. That comes after she voted to impeach President Trump and came under attack from her fellow Republicans. So this shows that she still has a strong base of support. But on the other side of the coin, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, who has faced criticism for his role in stoking the January 6th insurrection, raised $3 million in the first quarter. Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was stripped of her committee assignments earlier this year, said she raised $3.2 million. So clearly there is still an appetite for that kind of politics in the Republican Party as well. Now, as far as Democrats go, they did quite well, especially the new Democrats from key swing states. Arizona Senator Mark Kelly raised $4.4 million, and Georgia Senator Reverend Raphael Warnock raised more than $5.7 million. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.